Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell right now. Subscribe so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio where I, myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe. Give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know we got to drop that new heat for the end of the show's out. Today, I got a special guest on the phone lines hailing all the way from Orlando, Florida. Got my man Giles on the phone lines. What's going on, brother? What up, what up, what up, man? I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you so much for having me on your platform and uh, helping me get the word out about this music, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for jumping on the bandwagon today, all right? For sure, for sure. We locked in. We locked in, my man. I got a chance to check out that new record, by the way, Alive. We're going to talk about it. Uh, like I mentioned to you off air, I'm going to give you some feedback what I thought about the record, just as a fan of music and the culture, right? Um, and then, of course, I'll let you introduce the record a little later on in the show, okay? All right, sounds like a plan. My man. So, first and foremost, for all my listeners, let's rewind a little bit, uh, find out a little more about Giles. Um, talk to us a little bit. Are you originally from Orlando, Florida? I'm originally from there. I'm uh, born and raised. You know, when uh, snowbirds come down, they say, you know, they say that we're the rare ones. It's very rare to bump into someone who was born and raised and still living in Orlando, but we do exist, man. So, yeah, that, I'm, uh, I'm homegrown right here in Orlando. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, talk to us a little bit about growing up in that area in Orlando, Florida. Man, Orlando's a really cool city, man. There's a lot. It's a sleeper cell. I think. I think that the city has a lot of potential to be a hub and for music. And you know, we got Universal Studios here. We got Disney here. And um, you know, there it, it's it's growing exponentially. Like the the housing market is crazy over here. So you know, the city is just it's it's just like anywhere else. To be honest, man, any other urban. Uh, really developed area you know that you have the good parts you have the bad parts you have your hoods you know a lot of people seem to think that you know Orlando is just like all Mickey Mouse and sometimes they, they're in for a culture shock or a rude awakening if they get their 
Airbnb on the wrong side of town. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's too late. You already booked it over here, you know. So right. it's um it, it's it's a very diverse city. You know, there's trouble you can get into, of course, but you know, uh there's there's lots of culture in the city as well. Lots of music, lots of art, you know, actors, models, there's there's a lot of entertainment industry in the city. Now, would you say that the city uh, pretty much propelled you to this vibe, this energy you're in? Because what I hear from you is a lot of culture in your music, right? So I hear a lot of consciousness and a lot of culture. Would you say that the city kind of gave you that or what attributed that style, your style? Man, you know, if I'm being honest, it wasn't really the city. Like most most of the, I'll say this. There's a certain hood sensibility I could tap into, and that's from growing up in the hood in Orlando. Okay. Um, so that side, like, we was rocking some old school down south Georgia boys, past Detroit, hey, hey, the, hey. Uh, uh, all of that. The we ready. Era, I was with all of that. So <laughs> in that sense, the city formed, that city formed, and then you had Central Florida, you know, um, music and, 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 you know, local artists in, in, in the city, you know, that whole vibe definitely influenced and added to um, my sensibilities and that deep culture that you hear. Um, but honestly, man, it, it was just me just having a hunger to expand my my knowledge. And so I'm, you know, I, I like to put it in terms like this. A lot of, if you really want to understand my sound, you have to think in terms of inputs. That's all most musical artists are an amalgamation of their influences and their own voice. So when you mix in all the things they like from people they like, like Prince or Stevie or whatever, um, and then you add your own voice to it, you kind of get your musical footprint as an artist. So for me, that was it, it's just a simple fact that I have a lot, a lot of inputs, and I like to put it in these terms. Most most interviews you ask a rapper, you might say, well, who's your top five? And we automatically know you're talking about top five rappers, you know, but with me, I don't just have, and I, and maybe some, they do have other top fives, but for me, I have a top five rappers. I have top five, you know, bass players. I have top five piano players. I have top five, you know, jazz artists, top, top five vocalists, top five pop artists. You know, gotcha. it's like, I just have a lot, a lot of input. In inputs so you can hear that that culture it runs deep man because there's a deep jazz tradition that i'm a big fan of the blues gospel you can hear all of that in my music and then i'm a hardcore fan of just straight up hip-hop and i mean east coast west coast dirty south you know i like it all you know midwest i like all of it man and so you really get a nice mix of everything Could you say that again? Sounds good. Sounds good. Now, I definitely get that sense of that culture with you. Um, so I definitely wanted to ask that question of, you know, what, what did no you attribute that to? So I, I can see that pulling from multiple different resources and places, having, like you said, even that street connection and that street sense from the city. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's being it's, it's about being able to tap into everything at any given time, right? Right, right. I think that I think that a lot of those elements have value, and so that's one of the things. One one of the things about me as a conscious, I do consider myself a conscious artist. You know, I do think that I have a responsibility to try to use my music to build uh, instead of tear down. 
And so, um, you know, I, I, I definitely feel that responsibility. And one thing about me is I, I think that the hood in particular, which is one of the reasons I want my music to resonate so much in the hood, the hood is a big priority for me because I think the hood is one of the greatest resources we have in black America. Like we have all the, the dopest ideas and culture, cultural phenomena. If the hood gets a hold of it and gets behind something, it's hot instantly. It's hot everywhere. You know, by the time other communities and groups get a hold of it, they might call it something different. Right. They might call it boxer braids, but we know it was cornrows for years. Right. We know that. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that it's a precious resource, a precious commodity. And so I, um, I obviously I'm 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 about the uplift and I'm about the building. Um, but I I do count the hood and and the culture that we come up with. When you give black people nothing. You know, and when you get poor people, colored people, nothing, and you just and and you have them trying to make do with scraps, we'll turn around and turn them scraps into the dopest idea you've ever seen. That's and then, bad. you know, we need to start learning how to capitalize on it. That's that's the thing. We need to learn how to make millions of dollars before everyone else starts making money off of it. Right. But it's just a rich resource we have. So I don't really distance myself from it. Although I do, I, I do always have that challenge out there to be better, do better, and be the best version of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Talking to my man Giles right now. Got the new single, Alive, representing out of Orlando, Florida. Let's talk a little bit about this record. What was the purpose in your mind uh, with this record? What did you want uh, the listener to feel about this record? Well, man, to be honest, this record was first. Um, it was a message to me first, like, you know, I, I just felt, you know, I, I had been going through my own personal hardships and my family life and, and, um, you know, the pandemic hit all of us. It, it hit us in our livelihoods. It, it, it's taken away loved ones. You know, some people lost their, their very lives to the pandemic. So, um, just, I know that a lot of people were in a funk. Um, but first, I needed to know that I could encourage myself and I could I could make something that I resonate with that makes me want to get back in the game and, and get back in the fight and start swinging and start throwing punches again. Right. And so the song, I needed something like that for me. And I consider myself to be a fairly, you know, reasonable person. And I think that most people are reasonable. I think most people are reasonable. So if I'm reasonable and the song speaks to me on a certain level, then it's safe to say that other reasonable people will will also engage with the song. And that's not to say that everybody who is reasonable will love the song. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, is if, if, if I can connect with it and, and it makes me feel like I can get up and try again or I can get up and, and go for the W, then other people should be able to resonate with that too. So that's what the purpose and the mission was behind that song is to, you know, I want people to hear that and, I want them to feel like they can, it can put some wind in their sails. You know what I'm saying? I wanted them to feel like they can go after whatever it is. And, and, and I want them to also be able to celebrate themselves for surviving and persisting. And, um, I think that, you know, I, I was speaking to someone else. I can't remember. Uh, uh, it was another, another radio host, but I, we were talking and, and, you know, this pandemic is the first time in modern times that all of humanity 
especially in the developed world. I'm not talking about uncontacted tribes or nothing like that. But in the developed world that's connected to, I'd say, the network of airplanes that go up in the sky and go from country to country. And all of those humans can unite and say that we're survivors. Mm. It's the first time in modern history that we can all say we're survivors. We survived something that a lot of people did not survive. A lot of people lost their lives and lost their livelihoods. So I just think that the time, the song was relevant and there's people who are hurting and they're still trying to recover. We got war now with Russia invading Ukraine. And so this song I just felt was relevant for the times but there's so much pain and suffering in the world that we needed an anthem that can be for people who survive and who thrive in the face of adversity. Mm. Dig, dig, dig. Yeah. Now, since the release of this single, how's your area responding? Like, what's the what's the feedback been like? What, what are you hearing? Man, I'm hearing not a lot of positivity. Man, a lot of a lot of people are rocking with the record, and I'm very, very grateful. And, and um, you know, I'm very honored that people that is resonating with people like that. Um, I did something I always wanted to do, man. And this is from just being a Lil Wayne fan back in the day. You know, uh, Lil Wayne, and you know. You know, like that whole mixtape air where music was getting leaked. Yep. And, you know, you get a little snippet leaked and that just made everyone salivate. Like they couldn't wait for the record. So what I did was I leaked my single to SoundCloud maybe about 48 hours before the official release. Okay. It went crazy. I think in three weeks, I think it's up to like 60,000 streams. Okay. And, uh, and and so it did some, it did some pretty good numbers. And... The cool thing I liked about SoundCloud is is when, when people were playing the song, when they comment, you could see the right moment when they felt the need to comment. Like the comment lines up with a piece of the song and you could see where they commented on your track. Right. And so if you go to my SoundCloud, which is official job music, you can see all the outpouring of love and feedback and, and support and and just people really rocking with the record and thinking it's a really good record. I, I, I mean, I've looked over the last several days and i think it's up to like i don't know maybe it's 500 to a thousand comments on there now and i can't i didn't see one negative one so if there is one it, it slipped by me but it's just been nothing but pure love and, and resonance so far now why did you choose this style for this song because it's very unique very unorthodox yeah it's very unorthodox and, and so it's very interesting man i i didn't really I did what I felt the song necessitated, and I try not to let genre get in my way. I, I, I am a hip-hop artist, and I do have some more, I have some boom-bap stuff. I got some, I got some, I got some many different vibes I can pull from, but with this particular song, I felt, and, and also the reason I came out with this one first, is I felt that this song really encapsulated what I bring as an artist, because every bass line you hear is me playing. Every drum lick is me playing. Every okay. keyboard lick is me. It's literally, um, you know, it's literally, you, you you get to hear what I was talking about with all those influences, you know. It sounds like, the hook sounds like, and the instrumentation sounds like it could be almost like a Prince record or something. And that's what, you know, I feel that I bring that sort of unique to the game and, and sort of refreshing and you know the downside is is it's hard it's hard, it's sort of hard to classify. Sometimes people don't know what they're listening to, and they're like, "Man, is this hip hop? Is this is this is this rock? Is this?" They don't know because 
it's uh it's it's ambiguous in terms of the genre but i just felt like the elements were coming together nicely when i was in the studio so i don't never ask myself well that's not hip-hop enough or oh man people are gonna think this because i'm singing or stuff like that i i I try to try to transcend those things because i don't want to start off being put in a box and you know um I could, the truth is I could do a lot of things. I could do R&B records. I could do, you know, straight hip-hop, straight raw. I could do a hood anthem. And and um, I could also do vibes like you heard on the live. And um, I just think that that's an asset. And so it wasn't really a convo. It wasn't really something that I consciously decided, you know what, I'm going to make something out of the box. It's more like I started writing. I started making the beat. And I started writing to it, and I just started making choices that support what needed to happen musically. And then I figured I'd let everyone else, I'd let the music critics and I'd let fans and all that, I'd let them sort all that stuff out in terms of what the label's going to be and what the genre's going to be. And some of my musician buddies are like, man, this song is so awesome, but it's going to be hard to make it pop because people aren't going to know how to classify it. And I said, well, you know, I just feel like Shape Savers the Bold, and, and if I have a bold unique kind of new sound you know hopefully people rock with it and so far they've been rocking with it so you know that's just sort of what we're hoping for but it wasn't really a a a deliberate i gotta do something weird or i gotta do something unique it's just what needed to happen for the song no i can respect that i mean especially as the creator as the artist like you're you're going from the energy right you're going off of what the beat is telling you're going off of what the energy is telling energy you that's a great word Well, let me take this time to give you some feedback. What I thought about the record, um, Alive. Um, again, we're sitting here talking to my man Giles, representing out of Orlando, Florida. Got the new single, Alive. Um, again, I did think it was very unique, very unorthodox. I, I, I caught the cultural vibe, uh, the social consciousness of the record. Um, nice merging of the different energies of rapping and the melodic vibes and tones. Um, I thought it was very groovy kind of feel. Um, a lot of emotions and energies on this record, kind of like I just said. Um, you're very lyrical. I, I caught that sense, so I can I can tell you can go hard on that hip hop, like you said, the boom bap sound. Um, I get that sense. Um, I hear the message of the record as well. Um, and and like you said, it is not really a place for it, but I think it has crossover potential. I think it has that potential to uh, be like say music soundtrack like there's always a place or a space for something right so you know it it might not be radio but it might be something else right 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 no doubt so never you know never turn your back on a record even if you believe in it there's other avenues other mediums other platforms that you can always influence through yeah absolutely i agree with that 100 percent. and that's the phase we're at right now man we're trying to get the record out there um, what I what I like to tell people to do is, as a call to action, if you really want to get down with the movement, then the re, then what I you know I, I'm a, you know I'm an artist, so, you know I think there's there's a all of us have a slight tinge of narcissism in there where we want to hear man you killed it man you ripped that beat man I love the way you produced that track I love the way you wrote it I love the melodies and all that. And if you decide to share my music because of those elements and that you think that that my my craftsmanship was really good and you wanted to showcase the skill, I'm definitely grateful for that. And that would be, you know, that would be awesome. And, you know, I'll be a fool not to want that. But I challenging people to even take it a step further and 
try to send this song. We all know people who are in a bad place. I think, and sometimes you might just feel that they're in a bad place. They might not say anything, but you just know, you know, you, you generally know your people, you know, when they're doing well. And you can tell when sometimes they're going through a hard time or, you know, trying to recover from COVID or it can even be a broken relationship or abuse or, you know, all the way to, you know, poverty or, or, you know, I know people, there's been people who told me they were emotional because they listened to the record and they're, they're fighting to see their kids. You know what I'm saying? And that song encouraged them right there. So my challenge is if you really want to support the movement, one thing you can really do is take, you know, log into your favorite streaming platform or your favorite outlet is on YouTube. It's everywhere. And send this song to someone who could use a little wind in their sails. Send it to someone who's feeling like an underdog right now and they feel like life's beating up on them, you know, and they need that that little push, that second wind and that, that self-confidence to know that they can thrive and they can survive even over the vicissitudes of life and the different challenges that we all tend to get faced with from time to time. So that's kind of what my, my mantra has been. And, and those have sort of been my marching orders, man. Let's, let's get this to people who really, who really need it right now, you know? And, and I think the reality is, is it's a lot of us. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, your recording process. What, what does that look like? Take us in the studio for a second so that the listeners can kind of understand your, your process. Well, um, all right, let me not make this story too convoluted. I, I'm <laughs> my process to the studio is very different. I a lot of times I can start at the piano. I'll start with my phone. I'll start at an acoustic piano, and I'll play a groove, or I'll start making the beat in my head. But I'm just playing notes on the piano, and then I might be coming up with melodies or bars or whatever, different elements. But it's not in a full song yet. You know, in the songwriting process, we call that a work tape demo but I get a very rough work tape demo. And then I start deciding what instrumentation is going to be. And then I go over into my studio and I go and I start digging through sounds, just like the uh, old school producers that sample. I start digging through crates. I start digging through patches, keyboard sounds, you know, um, bass tones and figuring out what sort of sonic landscape I want to try to paint a masterpiece on. And uh, sometimes it starts with that work tape demo at the piano. Sometimes it starts with just a sound. I could be in the studio playing and I hear a sound and the song will be developed around that certain sound that I like. Um, in terms of like my recording process, you know, my recording chain is pretty nice, man. I, I go into a, a, a Neumann U87, into a Neve 1073 DPX. That's, this is hardware. We're mm -hmm. talking preamp. Right. And then I go into a tube tech CL1B um, compressor. And so this that that is a very nice chain. Um, it's top notch industry standard. You know, people people will travel to, to get that specific recording chain. And um, I didn't I, I didn't spare any expense building out my personal studio because um, you know I didn't want anything such as gaps in quality to be a barrier for entry for someone to to enjoy my music. So I know that that's why it has that polished sound because, you know, and I know that lo-fi and chill hop, I know that that's certainly a thing and that's sort of kind of making its own lane right now. But 
I'm an audio engineer at heart as well. So it's just very hard for me to intentionally make something imperfect. Because mm. uh, my ears just want, my ears want pristine audio file quality. And so um, I invested, I, I really, you know, I, I really went top shelf when it comes to my gear. And uh, I was in a good place to do that. And a lot, one of the things that I, I really try to put out in my music is just the power, and this that might sound corny, like some scholastic stuff, but just simply reading, man. I read, I live, I'm not gonna kid you, man, and I won't get into the whole story, but I read a book. I read maybe two or three books, and the knowledge I gained from reading those three books, I made 130 grand. Um, I flipped two houses. Mm-hmm. One of those houses I made 100 grand on. And so when you when you make it when you're making moves like that you can spare no expense and then you can go after your dreams the way you want to do it. And that's what you're hearing now from this, my new content and the stuff that I'm putting out, you know, the studio has been upgraded to the max and I've just been questing for knowledge. And I use that knowledge and I use it to reinvest in, and create new opportunities for myself. So that's what you hear in my recording chain. All right. Definitely hear the uh, top notch quality uh, of what you're doing. Um, and I can tell you taking it very serious um, from yeah. content creating to the sound as well. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Now, so what's coming up for Giles? What's, what should our listeners be on the lookout for? Well, man, this has been an interesting question, man. What you can expect from Giles is you can expect more dope singles hitting you over the head for the rest of the year. Like I'm going to be coming out with, I got, I got the next several lined up. And, um, right now my goal is to, you know, connect with my audience. You know, I, it's been a while since I released music. So I'm reconnected with all my old fans. I'm greeting all my new fans and we're all creating a shared common bond over this new music, this new material. And so, I intend to continue coming out the gate strong and in in a way that where people hear my music and whether it's been blending genres or not, you could just hear the quality. You could hear the level, the, the craftsmanship. You know, I want people to feel like they're listening to an artisan when they listen to my music. And I have to keep releasing these singles that are top tier, high quality, high caliber, so people can understand that the music is undeniable. The message is relevant and socially important. And, uh, you know, that I'm just, I'm not an artist that you can afford to sleep on. And I'm not an artist that you can afford to count out or that you can afford to snooze on. And I'm one that you got to wake up to and you got to be, you got to deal with that. You got to figure out where I fit in your playlist. And at the bottom line is I belong on your playlist. I wear, you know, that's up to you to decide, but that's the, that's, what I want the takeaway to be for 2022. Mm. So that's what I'm working towards. So you can, in the coming months, you can hear some, some dope singles. I'm kind of tight lipped about them, but I'm really excited about them because I'm sitting on some more heat, man. This is just, this is just the opening shot. This is that shot across the bow. You're listening, looking at <laughs> two pirate ships and you got to shoot that one shot. Let them know you ain't messing around. That's what a live is. It is, it is, man. It's been a pleasure yeah. talking to you, Giles. I want our listeners to be able to put their ears to it right now. So I'm going to go ahead and let you give out your social media right before you introduce that new record. All right. Well, 
Uh, what's up, family? This is your boy Giles. Um, I'm so honored and thankful to be here. And um, you can connect with me on social media. My um, Instagram. Well, actually, this is the easy, the easiest way to do it. I'll give you the social media links. But the easiest way to do it is just go to GilesMusic.com. G-I-L-E-S Music. M-U-S-I-C dot com. And when you go there, you click on my, I mean, my name is right there, right above my name. You got my Spotify, you got um, uh, TikTok, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, Twitter, everything is right there. So if you really want to connect with the movement, also, you can also drop your email and sign up for the guest list. I got a bunch of merch for sale. I got a donate button if you really want to blow blow some wind in your boy's sales, because all that money is going towards, you know, um, pushing these pushing these singles out and 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 marketing and getting it in front of the right people so uh yeah that's it on instagram that's a great way to, to connect with me and that's official giles music and it's giles with a g so official giles music that's instagram facebook and tiktok matter of fact so there you it know is. and um you know i hope you guys enjoy the record man i put a lot of heart and 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 knowledge and culture into the song and i hope that it resonates with you guys all right man you about to put your ears to it it's called alive that's right man turn it up right now you're hearing it for the first time on the bandwagon radio the other kind will hold their protector you show your back and then they're reaching for the knives if you in the street to die the industry is smiles no sincerity in the eyes they spy on and side phone your life is they despise the cry the cow but lie and not the wise deny and not the ones they up to worse to take away your shine if they hate them let them hate them let them kill your grind don't you wrestle with the lies the threat to your disguise low level people hate when special people rise the truth about you is what you think that you inside your mind i'm on a mission to share the vision of the elders and your ancestors if your ambition is in remission i believe they say you are here you persist Fully repressed folk that boldly fight the strong for what should be. Would the pain of a wood beam cross a good knee? Deter you from taking your freedom message where it should reach. Would teach, could speak. I don't think you would. You don't move like that. Revolutionary mind with a tube like that. Wait, how did the ancestors sing the blues like that? Stay strong after all they went through like that. How did Bruce Lee change Kung Fu like that? How did the little rock nine go to school like that? To fight that, breaking all the rules like that. You might ask why we need you like that. You've been swindled if your faith in you dwindles When truth's in you, it's you, simple You are it. Psych, ain't no chorus, but I cut it Name skin to who hate you, take into account that they don't know you They just hate what's great in you There's tall facts, big tree, me small legs I cut them down to slice them up with force mace windu I'm too cold, that's lightsaber Burn the word of the wordplay princes An amalgamation of all the mythical individuals Spitting rude at the pinnacle he listens to Equal parts, common sense, Eminem and mystical Touch your fam, do the Nas, Oscar Miles, Jigga Snoop what I'm trying to say is that my flows ain't typical The child with knowledge and honest with 